Okay, welcome everyone to uh, another one of our Wellspring Church Partnership kind of podcasts. And I'm joined today uh, by the power of the internet. I'm joined uh, by Angela Such, uh, who leads a brilliant uh, ministry, a charity based in Watford and now growing beyond that called Alternatives. Hello, Angela. Good to see Hi, you. Hi, Tim. Hi, Nice to see you. So, uh, so let's, let's just start from the beginning. Uh, what is Alternatives? And uh, and where did it come from and how did it come to be based in Watford? Maybe you could tell us a bit of the story. Sure. So Alternatives is a pregnancy crisis and support centre. And we came into being 20 years ago now in 2002. And the charity was set up by Soul Survivor Church who felt that there was a specific need uh, in the community for young girls who were facing pregnancy Um, when they didn't want to be pregnant and who had also had um, a termination of a pregnancy and were struggling to come to terms with that. So the, the, um, the work was set up to try and support both of those uh, people in the community. So Angela, I remember when it was initially set up and there was a real sense of this being a kingdom initiative and that was 20 years ago, is that right? Absolutely, absolutely, yes, yeah. We should have been celebrating, but of course, uh, restrictions mean that we can't, so we'll celebrate at some point. But yes, 20 years ago, and and things have obviously changed and evolved over that time, just like anything uh, that is seeking to be relevant, really. Yeah, so what have been, so from that original, the kind of idea, and if I remember right, there was a shop unit on St Albans Road in Watford um, that was kind of the original base, um, but, there, but there's now a different venue and now multiple venues. Tell us a little bit. So uh, over those 20 years, what has grown from this original seed of an idea? So I think it would be fair to say everything has grown. Um, so now the services have grown. So the need has changed in the community. And so we're constantly trying to be relevant uh, to meet the needs of the community. Now the, the rate of teenage pregnancies has dropped and also the um, the way that we support young people has changed over the years because of all the uh, the rules and regulations and GDPR and things like that. So the needs have changed, and now we offer support to anybody facing a pregnancy-related challenge. So our mission statement says that we offer life-changing emotional and practical support to anyone facing a pregnancy-related challenge. And that covers everything from infertility right through to postnatal depression, uh, including pregnancy, miscarriage, um, stillbirth, traumatic birth, baby loss, post-abortion. So anything connected with a pregnancy or a pregnancy loss is something that we offer support for. Um, and we offer support to anyone. That might be mums, might be dads, might even be grandparents. And um, anybody who finds themselves needing support because of one of those situations is welcome to come and seek support with us. Yeah, that's really, really good. So the the rate of teenage pregnancy, you say, has gone down in Watford over those years. That's really interesting. How do people find out about you? How how do they end up finding out of the services and the opportunities to receive help? Do does someone do the hospital know who you are? Is that how it works, or are there other avenues that people uh, are able to uh, kind of point people to alternatives? 
Yeah, so that's another way that it's grown over the years. So our relationship with the NHS has grown significantly over the years. And so um, people are referred to us by midwives, health visitors, social workers, GPs, um, other agencies, housing associations. Our relationship with um, those type of professionals has really deepened and strengthened and they trust us. Um, and they, like a lot of people, are overworked and overstretched as well. And so for them, we're, we're a good partner um, where they can refer people to. But also in 2000 and just trying to remember now, 2013, I think it was, we moved on to Clarendon Road and we opened a mother and baby charity shop. And so that also gave us... just opposite um, Watford Palace Theatre, isn't it? That's, that's it is. That's yeah. Yeah, it is. And that gave a window into the charity. So we, we became much more well known in in and around the town centre uh, and people were more aware of the work that we were doing. And so were able to refer themselves or refer their family or friends or colleagues uh, because we became more well known. So the, the charity shop helped in many ways. And I'll talk about that in a minute. But certainly it helped in becoming a window into uh, the charity and the services that we offer. Yeah, and so tell us about that charity shop. I know I know a bit about it because both of our daughters actually were uh, really enjoyed being volunteers um, when they were in, I think, about 15, 16 years old. Um, and you were just, I have to say, Angela, you were really brilliant, uh, you and your team, at bringing them along, giving them some uh, kind of work skills. Um, but they both really enjoyed their time as volunteers there. Um, so tell us a little bit about because the, the shop is more than just a means of uh, kind of raising funds for the charity, isn't it? Absolutely. So the mother and baby charity shop, as you say, it's opposite the Palace Theatre in Watford. And we've got another one in Hemel Hempstead on the, the Marlows now as well. So the charity shops are... They're a real good resource to the community, obviously, because families can, can buy things for their babies um, that they perhaps otherwise couldn't afford. They're a great way of recycling, which we're all about these days and not throwing things away, passing them on to other people uh, and other, other uses. But more than that, I think the charity shops are um, a place where people can belong, a place where people can feel welcomed, a place where... Sometimes mums come and they haven't spoken to another adult for days and yet they'll come in and be recognised and known and helped and supported. Um, and as you say, your, your daughter's volunteered and lots of people in the community volunteer. We've got volunteers from all walks of life, all backgrounds, all abilities, um, people with different giftings. And we welcome that because we're a very diverse team and everybody has got something to offer so we've got volunteers who specialize in pairing socks that for that for that volunteer she loves to do it and she does a very good job of it and we need it doing we've got other volunteers who love to iron and they can be mindfully ironing and you know escaping the the other things going on in their their life whilst they're doing something that's useful We've got lots of volunteers who come and support us because they've got specific um, needs as well, you know, building confidence for getting back into the workplace, uh, finding purpose in their days when they uh, perhaps early retired or no longer doing what they used to do. Um, and one comment that always sticks in my mind is, is when one of our elderly volunteers said to me, she said, this is my family. 
And I think we work hard at trying to create a sense of family, of safety, of belonging and of acceptance for all of our volunteers. So it is a little bit like a nice nice little family that people uh, come and join and they contribute you know it benefits them it benefits us and it benefits the community that's really good and for those of you who are uh, listening and might not have heard about alternatives or know that actually this partnership week is celebrating that there are a number of local charities in some cases that we've helped kind of form from the grassroots and others we've we've caught the vision along with them and every single month uh, we are giving financially uh, from uh, the tithes and offerings what we put into uh, the offering baskets, what goes from our bank accounts personally into our general fund, our shared fund. A, a percentage of that goes to all of these different charities and agencies to support them because actually we're all involved in the same kingdom work. And I, I guess uh, I've got a couple of the questions, Andrew, before you go. Uh, but one question is, in what way... Uh, do you see the work of alternatives, if you like, what we would call in kind of Christianese as a kingdom work, as an expression of the love of Jesus? Well, I think that many of the, the people that come to alternatives, whether that's through the shop or through the, the counselling services, are going through a difficult time. They're experiencing um, emotions that I don't believe God wants us to dwell in. So they're feeling pain and loss and sadness and fear and trauma. And I think that Alternatives seeks to offer a different way for them to manage those feelings so that they're not stuck there. You know, I don't think God wants us to be stuck in these places. And so if we can be part of the route out of them for people or a part of the route in which they are able to manage them, then I think that all feeds into kingdom values. And I think alongside that, the overarching um, core value of acceptance and non-judgmental attitude and welcome um, is something that we see evidently throughout the Bible and throughout um, Jesus's life and throughout the kingdom values. So um, for those two reasons, I think that, you know, we perhaps don't speak of it in the same way as a church does or a a different organisation does, but I think we are doing the same work um, which meets those kingdom values. And you'll you'll notice and remember from the mission statement that I shared at the beginning, what we offer is life-changing, and surely that's what it's all about. Yeah, and I'm reminded as you're talking, Angela, of the Beatitudes where Jesus made a point of saying, while surrounded by all sorts of people, that um, there, there was a special blessing on those that are, are poor in spirit, those who are hunger and thirst for righteousness, those who are, if you like, kind of broken and dealing with uh, all of the pain of, of a human life, that there's a blessing um, for those that admit their hunger and thirst for uh, for God. Well, we'll certainly be praying. And before we finish, I'm sure those that are listening and watching would love to join with me in praying for you. But just before we do finish, it would be really good to uh, acknowledge what's happening kind of now. And uh, is there some way that, that anyone listening to this or watching this video, is there some way that, that we could get more involved uh, as, as a member of Wellspring Church uh, to volunteer or in some other way? Um, what, what's the need right now and how can we be praying for you? 
Thank you. Yeah. So we we are very grateful for the ways in which you already support us. And, you know, we're very mindful that people give and support already. Um, but if anybody's looking for new ways to do that, you know, maybe um, volunteering in, in the charity shop for just a couple of hours a week could make all the difference to us and to them. Um, full training is given and it doesn't matter what um, abilities or giftings they have. You know, there is a space for them to be part of our family. Um, so that, that is one way. At the moment, we are also advertising for a temporary shop manager, which is a paid post on a Friday afternoon and a Saturday. Um, so if anybody's looking for a little part-time job, then the details will be on the website. Okay. Also, what, what's the website address, just before we go any further? What's the address? The website is www.alternativeswatford.co.uk. Um, we also have a baby box project where we help mums to be in financial need. And so one of the ways people can support us is by donating things like packets of nappies and toiletries that can go into these boxes that we give to mums in need. And um, I'm also writing on the blog about that so people can have a little bit more uh, insight into the baby box project uh, via the blog, which I believe is part of your mission focus week as well. But generally the website is pretty up to date. So if there are ways that people want to find out more, they can look on the website or they can contact me. I'm always up for a cup of tea and a chat about alternatives. Um, and uh, yeah, we, if you want to help, then there is a way in which you can do that um, well. And so we will uh, we'll find that together. That's fantastic. Well, listen, thank you so much for taking time out to talk to thank us about you. this. And uh, yeah, guys, look out for more information on the blog. Uh, check out the Alternatives website. And Angela, I just want to say... Uh, Having we've now kind of walked together in uh, over a number of years in Watford. Thank you for still yes. giving your best and giving your all to this. Uh, it's not easy, guys, uh, to be involved in charity leadership these days. The resources are always kind of pinched and the costs are going up and uh, just the challenges of raising uh, funds, but also volunteers. Angela, God bless you, really, um, for your tenacity, you. uh, for not giving up through uh, this stupid pandemic as well. Um, we just thank God for your faithfulness. So before we go, it would be really good if we could pray together. So guys, uh, join with me and we're going to pray uh, for those that benefit from this charity and those that run it too. So Heavenly Father, thank you so much for your heart for every single person in our town. Lord, we thank you that, that no child is ever born by accident. Uh, Lord, we pray for mums and dads and relatives who uh, are experiencing or have experienced trauma or pain in relationship to in relation to uh, either giving birth or the loss of a child. Uh, Lord, there is so much emotional intensity and so much vulnerability in this whole season of life. And God, we want to thank you. We thank you that Alternatives is positioned to be able to offer expert and specific care in this part of our community. And we pray, Lord, for every single person that walks into those shops. And we pray, God, for everyone that benefits from this ministry's work. We pray your blessing on them. Let your kingdom come in their lives. And finally, Lord, I do want to thank you for Angela and her staff 
uh, both volunteers and the paid members of staff. We pray, God, that you would sustain them by your grace. Pray that you provide the people, the resources, uh, the facilities, everything that is needed, that they might know they're not doing this in their own strength, but doing it in yours. So bless Angela and her family. And Lord, may this brilliant work be more of a blessing than a burden. And we pray this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Thank, Thank you, you so much, Angela. Looking forward to seeing you in person sometime soon if we can. I hope so. <laughs> All right. God bless you. Thank you. Bye-bye.